Hello and welcome to Stories That Shape Us. My name is Joanna Daniel. As I'm recording this episode, I'm looking at the sunset over the hills and it's the, the sky is the most amazingly beautiful color. <laughs> if you've been following the podcast for a while or if you've been following me on social media, you know how much I love nature. I love the sunset in particular. And today is an absolutely beautiful one. So I just wanted to share that with you. So I'm talking about... In stories that shape us today is why do Christians struggle with boundaries? Because a few days ago, I posted on social media that my article on Medium that has the most is most views and read in the time that it's posted. And it's the Christian's Guide to Letting Go of Toxic Family Members. And I've been talking about it all week on the podcast. And I've been getting uh, telephone calls and video um, messages because people are having questions, right, about how do we do this. And of course, letting go, as as I discussed yesterday, is not necessarily creating distance. Sometimes our boundaries have to be that because it's a, it's a, as a safety measure, sometimes it has to be that. But we struggle to do that when we're Christians. And I believe that we struggle because of the messaging that we get around uh, forgiveness and forgive and forget and restore people and move on and we get that message and it's such a strong powerful message that it doesn't sometimes give people options to opt out or to spot toxic patterns in relationships and I always say to people trust the pattern so somebody might hurt you and they might apologize for it which is which is which is great but then they do it again and again and again, the same thing. Now, it doesn't mean that if they do it all those times, you don't forgive them. But it means that, and that's your choice, right? But it means that you, there's a pattern that exists. And what, when we trust the pattern, we see the pattern. So then we know how to make some choices around ourselves to protect ourselves based on that pattern. Because sometimes these people, they don't understand themselves. And so they're hurting you. They're hurting the community, but they can't see it because they don't have the ability to self-reflect. And when we don't have the ability to self-reflect, we're not self-aware. We're not emotionally intelligent and we're hurting people without understanding. And sometimes even when that's fed back to us, the apology is not an apology from a place of acknowledgement or awareness. It's just words because we know where to say the words. Okay, so why do we struggle to set boundaries? We struggle to, to spot toxic patterns because we're told to forgive. And forgiveness is great. Forgiveness is right. That's what the Bible says. And we, in the Christian community, we follow the Bible and the guidelines in the Bible. However, nobody ever taught us how to set boundaries or how to spot toxic patterns or indeed give people who are harm responsibility for their actions. So we're told to forgive, but the perpetrator of the hurt is not given any responsibility. So it's not, I come and say, you know, this person has hurt me. Nobody sits down with the person who's done the hurting and said, let me know, let me understand what's going on for you or why you're doing this over and over again. Because this is the so many times that this particular thing has happened, but you're still doing the same thing. Let me understand what's going on with you, why you're repeating that pattern of harm against someone. We tend not to do that. We tend not to ask questions. We tend not to ask questions of the perpetrator. The the onus is entirely on the victim. And sometimes, sometimes the perpetrator gets, gets cuddled because they will say some apology in words only, not change of action or behavior. 
and then the whole community, the whole family will come against the one person to forgive, just forgive. And if you should forgive, but you're deciding that the pattern existing, this person hasn't changed, I need to create some space between me and them. It's really difficult because everybody sees you then as you're not Christian enough, you're not Christ-like enough. And if you were, then you wouldn't want to create distance. If you were, you would restore this person to their normal position and carry on as normal. Nobody, nobody taking the time to, to ask questions or to wonder or to look whether or not this person has changed or has done anything different, okay? So the, the story around forgiveness is one of the reasons why people struggle in the Christian community to set boundaries because they 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 excuse the wrong the the they excuse the wrong people the people that are blamed for the actions of others right so the the forgiveness as i said the onus is on the victim you just need to forgive but the perpetrator is not made to take responsibility for their actions or even create an environment for them to change in and i believe we do a disservice to people when we do that when we don't call them out for their wrongs when we don't hold the space safe so that they can heal and they can change and they can grow. When we pressure people who are hurt to forgive we're, and, and restore not only the forgiveness, but the restoration, we're saying to people, it's not okay to have boundaries. It's not okay to have boundaries. You should leave yourself open, wide open for hurt. And when people go against the grain and set boundaries, sometimes they're ostracized from families, they're ostracized from communities, they're ostracized from churches, and they are seen as people who are not Christian enough. When a woman who's been abused set boundaries and leave an abusive relationship, sometimes she is further abused in, the Christian, in, in her church because she's seen as not Christian enough, because she should have fasted some more and prayed some more and, and stay longer, right? Nobody says, you know, it's okay to keep yourself safe and we're going to hold the abuser responsible for what they've done. And I believe that that's really important to do. It's really important that we begin to ask questions and we begin to talk about boundaries and safe relationships in the community so that people who are hurt know what to do and the, pe the people who are doing the hurting, they can also have an opportunity to change because I believe that's what it, sh it should all be about. Sometimes there's a struggle to set boundaries because of the need for belonging. When you know that you're going to be ostracized or you've, you've seen other people shamed and ostracized, then nobody wants that. Nobody wants that. And so sometimes people sacrifice their boundaries, sacrifice their limits, sacrifice their values to have belonging. But you know, that's not true belonging. If you have to sacrifice your values to have belonging, then that's not the place you belong to. And that's not the community you belong in. That's not the right fa the family that you belong in. And when it comes to families and belonging, we really, when it's kin, it's really difficult to set boundaries that mean I'm creating distance because that sense of belonging is so strong, that need to belong is so strong, that it's very difficult to do that. But there are people in the world who will embrace you, who will honor you, who will honor your boundaries and who will grow and build with you. So the sense of belonging and the struggle, the struggle, and, it, and this goes back to not being able to identify toxic patterns. The struggle 
to what's normal because you've lived in the toxicity for so long it almost is normal and so there's excuse made for behaviors as opposed to accountability or calling it out excuses made for behaviors and um there's, there's also a struggle when you're in a community where limits were not allowed or reflected so you never saw anyone with limits what what you saw perhaps was people who were passive or people who were aggressive assertive people were not perhaps welcomed in that space because assertive people can set boundaries assertive people understand their needs assertive people can let you have your need and we have ours and opinions are expressed freely and everybody's okay with that but when you're in a system that is a harmful there is not room for you to express yourself and for you to be assertive because it's just one view a single single view and nobody else is allowed any other story any other view so those are some of the reasons why christians struggle to set boundaries because of being ostracized the fear of not having a place to belong to belong to and a people to belong to and that's so important in in brave in the wilderness by Brene Brown that's an amazing book to read if you are struggling to set boundaries and you're struggling with belonging and where would you belong and who will you belong to that's a really good book to read to begin to understand the belonging to self and what that might look like and how you might chart that course if you're looking for something to understand your toxic family understand boundaries what healthy relationships look like then my ebook the Christian's Guide to Letting Go of Toxic Family Members will be in the show notes for this episode and you can grab it, have a read and begin to apply the tools within your situation. Thank you for joining me in Stories That Shape Us. I hope you'll join me on the next story.